Hey everybody, welcome back to the Jesse Nyberg podcast. Today I have on Jake Ruth, super cool photographer and designer. Um, really excited to talk to him and uh, let's just get right into it. How are you doing? Hey, what's up? Uh, yeah, I'm doing great. I'm in uh, North Carolina right now, so it's pretty... Oh, you are? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. I saw on your site, uh, it said like creative based in Fayetteville, Arkansas, and like Nashville, I think. So you kind of work out of all those places. Yeah, so definitely. I went to school in Fayetteville at the U of A. And then I dropped to do some work um, that was based out of Nashville. And like I just freelance been, stuff. Yeah, a lot of freelance, a lot of like other gigs that we'll probably talk about. But yeah, that's um, cool. Where are you yeah. from originally then? I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. So. Damn, and you're so, like in your 20s, and you've lived in a lot of places already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, uh, one too many places. But I I lived in Memphis up until I was like 18. Oh, okay, so has most of your, I guess, like creative or freelance work been in Nashville? Yeah, definitely so. Nashville yeah. and Fayetteville, Arkansas. Yeah. How was it going to school over there in Arkansas? Was that like, uh, were you doing like, um like a media or creative like major or is that like was that become a side thing or whatever um i was like trying to convince my dad to like let me do a creative degree yeah uh, so i toured arkansas like everyone takes like college visits in high school right then i uh i hated the place so i just went to the university of memphis for a semester to figure out mm. you know where i wanted to go and ended up finding a degree that i liked back in fayetteville mm. um, and honestly like that kind of i was studying a, i did a bfa in graphic design but i right. <laughs> i dropped it to <laughs> take on some gigs and so did you ever finish I, I went back and finished a semester later and, okay uh, so that's your degree then a, is a graphic design bfa pretty much yeah that's um, cool though yeah i somehow i finessed it somehow yeah yeah, that's cool. It's weird, like, seeing, um, I went to school in, like, Northern California in Chico. It's, like, a, I don't know if you haven't heard of that. It's kind of small, but it's kind of, um, it's, like, above Sacramento. It's, like, way up yeah. north, basically Oregon almost. But um, we uh, we had just, like, a BA, and it's weird to see, like, it's a graphic design degree, but there's this weird, like, I don't know, like, elitist, elitism or something where, like, BFAs are, like, way higher regarded in, like, the industry for some reason, even though you guys basically do the same stuff, you know? It, it literally, I mean, I dropped, so I didn't, I got a BA as well, but it's oh, kind of, okay. like, it's, uh, it's so funny how, like, one letter and, like, maybe mm -hmm. a few different classes to the industry is kind of, like, oh, hey. Yeah, <laughs> and, they'll, and they'll probably be, they're usually uh, more of, like, the beginner ones anyway like you took an extra like you know like fine art or painting or something that's yeah. like kind of irrelevant in the grand scheme of like all design and photography and whatnot but um so like i noticed that like you have kind of like a very um your style of photography is the way i would describe it is it's very like comforting and like kind of candid like everything's kind of it, in the best way possible it's like digestible you know like it's just nice to look at it's not like a whole ton of crazy like concepts it's just something that you, you seem like a good person to follow on social media you know because it's just like pleasant <laughs> photography and uh do you shoot um like film or digital mostly yeah so after 
honestly, this past year, I did this little project to keep myself busy. Uh, uh, and I shot a roll of film every month. Okay. Cool. And that honestly started transitioning to what I posted because I was like the only thing I was taking mm-hmm. uh, pictures on. Actually, it's close enough by. I can show you. So you were doing camera. like pretty much like almost like a photo a day, right? If you have like 30 exposures or whatever. Yeah, something like that. But I have this little Olympus with like a case. And it's oh, yeah, just that's like, like a little point and shoot, huh? And that's all I've used for film. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to save up to get like a Mamiya or something like some medium format type yeah. stuff but uh it's hard because like digital is so quick and you can have so many roles but i just yeah home for me is uh grew up just like with a kodak and like yeah. i would buy kodaks for trips just to like i'm oh that i see now kind of because you said it's candid that's probably why mm-hmm. it kind of just translates your to roots, my work kinda. now yeah. yeah i feel like everyone kind of like man i not everyone but most people were interested in like film at least either now or in the past and like i know everyone was carrying around those like little green like fuji film <laughs> like throwaway ones you know like taking them yeah. to concerts where you like charge up the little flash and it's like and just you just fire it like it looks terrible but it's like it looks terrible in the best way you know like the, yeah. the blacks are crazy and the whites are just like overexposed and it just feels like you had fun, you know, like it, it captured yeah. that type of vibe. I like those so, um, little point and shoots though. Like I've been trying to get into those because with the kind of more, uh, I guess, professional 35 millimeter cameras, it feels like so much work. I might as well shoot digital in a way. Yeah. Like for sure. The thing about digital is like, it's hard for me to uh, like find a, uh, not fine it's like pack it and like travel and stuff and i think Mm. that's like why i just stopped yeah because you have too much gear on you at all times pretty much yeah it's just like an it's like another thing to like pack and like bring along and like flying is harder Mm -hmm. and yeah because with that like i mean what you can just carry that on right pretty much (laughs) yeah no i throw it in the backpack and yeah run so when you do like commission stuff or like shoot for um, shows and things like are you using something like that basically or are you going yeah, more digital? I, uh, I didn't start bringing that with me because I didn't buy until after the tour I did. But, mm-hmm. uh, so uh, basically nowadays, I'll bring my digital, which I shoot with a Canon uh, 6D Mark II. Okay. And then I'll shoot side photos with that just to like kind of give like a different like look or feel. Mm-hmm. Half the time I end up using the film one. <laughs> yeah. Just because like you like the way it feels more and everything. Yeah, it's good to have it the digital be- to be safe though, you know, and so you know what you're getting oh, on the side. Yeah, I kind of give them the digital ones quick, and then it's almost like the film ones are like BTS, just like yeah, really shitty quick photos. Just mm-hmm. like when did you start working the- with those bands like that? Uh, say that again. Sorry. Like when did you start getting into like working with a bunch of bands and like good? doing concerts and things like that yeah um so kind of like 2015 i my first digital camera mm-hmm. and um it was like a free concert and i just like to go see colony house which was like my favorite band yeah that's dope uh, and took a photo i like had one of those wi-fi cards so i sent mm-hmm. it to my phone 
did it on Visco and like just posted it. And then like literally before the like whole festival was even over, they like reposted it oh, on their sick. feed. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, like like they just reposted my photo. Like that never yeah. had happened before. Yeah. And um like met them like a week later and just like thanked them and like to know them more and like they're like dude yeah anytime you want to shoot just like reach out and like we'll let you shoot a show like they were like first people who were like him and like another band like it's like trust me like shooting shows like they kind of pushed me to like dive into that realm and then mm-hmm. uh all the other people i've gotten to know and like work for and like become friends with was solely just like i became friends with them and right. they happen to be in bands yeah and, that's that makes it fun though you know like if it's kind of like you'd want to hang out with them regardless in a way so like the it doesn't feel as like much of a bummer like working the whole time because they're cool people yeah and i mean we're gonna be honest like for the first like six years of doing it from like maybe less than that it felt like six yeah <laughs> from like 2015 to like 2018 or 19 I mean, I was doing it for free because I was like, they're homies. So yeah. And then uh, you had to start making money at some point, though. So that's good. yeah. And I was I was doing it for a pretty low rates. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's cool though. Like, do you um, like, hold on, this thing keeps popping up on my screen. I need to close it down. I had a premiere open and it kept like doing an auto save and I don't, it kept going over your face and I didn't want it to happen again. It happened once already. Okay. Um, so what, what I was saying basically is, um, like when you travel with like the bands and everything, do you shoot just like, I know I saw some of the stuff you shoot is like, you know, live and like kind of concert driven. And then with those same bands, are you doing like kind of their studio stuff and everything? Is it usually both you do or kind of one or the other? Um, so the, there's a band called Brother Moses, and like I would do like kind of mm-hmm. like it was like the first tour I ever did. It was like in a car, and like yeah. I went out for three weeks. Basically, I was just documenting like shows and like mm-hmm. just doing whatever. And that was like 2016 or 17, and like that was like the only necessarily like tour I would do. Right. Um. Then anytime friends were playing close by, I would reach out and just say like. Oh, like I'm I can come shoot the show like if you want me to like mm-hmm. the time too um then the first like I don't I don't want to say the other tour wasn't legit but like this was like big time like got paid a lot and like the most I'd ever been paid oh, um yeah. <laughs> was the Ben Lion tour back in 2019 mm-hmm. the um <laughs> uh, and I just did live shows, like live content. Right. So I was doing like, like documenting the whole day for like the video, like a highlight reel. Because mm-hmm. um, I was doing photo, video, and design at, for that. Yeah, but, you, that's the one you did like the, uh, um, those like badges and stuff for too, right? Yeah, so I had the opportunity to like to create like the tour laminates. Kind of whole art passes. direction, basically. Yeah. Uh, 
didn't necessarily come up with like the art direction, but like I had to work with like the brand that was already established because I got mm, thrown on. I see. Be late into that. They to already the had their own style guides a little bit and stuff. They already made the album and like had a branding guideline. Right. Yeah. Um, it was like sports themed, so I was like pretty easy to create yeah. some like cool vintage like thing. baseball card type shit, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. They. It's it's cool to see into that side of the industry now where um, you can like bands can use multiple people and have relationships and like solid friendships with different types of photographers like there are people that sell and like doing like ads and like promo and like Mm -hmm. it's like high high quality studio shoots then there's like for me my style is very much like live show for sure for IXL and uh it's kind of like kind of like what you're saying like candid and like kind of grungy film yeah work. i feel like you you create like the content that seems like a lot more suited for um like you know if you're doing something that's like a cool like photo book or like something that they post on socials rather than like the headshots for like an article or something you know like it's a little yeah. bit more of like the edgy like cooler be real in a way of like whatever the main shoot is yeah i kind of think like i've had a few those land like album covers which is like nuts to me yeah but, uh, like for me i kind of see like if a vinyl is being designed or something mm-hmm. like to like pulled out like the insert or like yeah it was like a gatefold i'd say like that's where my photos or those like better. um those little books where they'll lay out like the images all in like a cool like yeah. kind of tumblery looking like design or yeah. whatever yeah do you um so like you do design though like uh at all like any more freelance or are you mostly doing just photography now? Uh, kind of picking up things here and there. I like to help design single covers. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to get better at pushing that more. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because. So you're like kind of more uh, of a one stop shop for like creative and everything. A little bit. I like to help out my friends and just make sure that they can put out the things that they love. And yeah. Do that to me is a lot of fun Mm -hmm. that's cool who's the guy that you worked uh with on the the one that was like um i'll throw up a little picture of it but they're like in front of the train or whatever and the circles are on the heads yeah those are the so right after colony house i met this band called brother moses okay um the the guy who designs all their stuff is the guitarist in the band his name's john lewis okay um basically i was doing a music video for them and i was like had that film camera and it was like the first month i was like pushing myself to take a roll of film yeah and i was like yo this looks sick like just post up and like just take this photo and i had no idea that it was gonna like be used in any way yeah that's fun though yeah and i have a relationship with them where i'm like Anything I take, like y'all can use for whatever, just because. Yeah, that's cool. They were wearing like cloaks like, or something, right? Like, yeah, in the in the music video, they had this idea to all be in like choir robes, mm-hmm. and uh, it's 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 the what does it take music video, uh, right? And that's like some church kind of shit, right? Like kind of like the, those type of yeah. robes. Yeah, yeah, that's cool though. Um, do you uh? 
And then you do also do video, right? For some of these bands and things, music videos. Yeah, I'm trying to push that more. I just bought a, uh, just made an investment. I bought a like a cinema camera almost. So. Oh, nice. What is it? Uh, I bought the Canon C200B. Okay, cool. Um, is it big? And it's like, yeah, I yeah. I could like send you a pic of me holding it, but <laughs> okay, it feels yeah. better. It feels better than my 6D for sure. Yeah. And that does that shoot like 4K and stuff? Or is it just 1080? I think it can shoot probably higher. I'm not sure. Yeah. Just like the, my friend who sold it to me, like gave me the rundown. Some um, of those are intense. Like you, it's like you're holding like some like shit from like the 80s, you know, like big ass yeah. like director type stuff. Oh, for real. For real. Um, did you, uh, I think the one that I really liked, uh, kind of how it was shot was the Sebastian thing. I was looking at that. For, Did you do that like title treatment in the beginning too? I wish, dude. So that Jack, shit's badass. The lead singer of Right Field. Yeah. Uh, he he'll throw like been and make some designs too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's awesome to work with. A lot of the bands I work for, someone else is also like within the band, like creating assets, which is super helpful. I think that's kind of just um, you know like a lot of people that do creative things like they're good at other things like i know a lot of designers who could probably like succeed in a band you know like they're badass guitarists but they're like i guess even more badass at design so they just do that you know and i've talked to um i had on the podcast this guy like dewey saunders um he does like collage work for like uh, he did like anderson pax covers and stuff um he uh he was telling me like when he works with bands they'll usually have like one of the members kind of take like an art director role almost and like you kind of communicate with that one person who kind of has a vision for what they want to do in a way which i thought was interesting but you said that you kind of know these like know everyone huh so you guys are kind of all working on it together in a way yeah in a sense it's like i'll make an edit and like i can easily like quickly send it over and be like what do you think of this or like Mm -hmm. they want the title to look and it's like it's it's a fun relationship to have because it's like almost less stressful yeah because you know like there's not um i guess a lot of like cordial pressure of like emailing like weird like cryptic invoices and just being like uh is this gonna work out like let me know let's touch base in a week or whatever yeah it's more like a cool iMessage text or something (laughs) definitely or like we're in the same room yeah it's just like Oh, come look at this real quick. So I feel like you're like, we were talking about, you know, kind of the, your style. I feel like it lends itself to, um, album art. That's like photography driven. I noticed in your portfolio, you have a lot of album art design that is big imagery, some like nice, subtle typography is a lot of that stuff shot, um, with the intention of that, or you realize like this could look good as this. And then you end up using it. The band ends up using it. I think at first and a lot of like what's on my website is like it's not old but it was like i went through a stint where it was definitely like took like a bunch of single covers or album covers Mm -hmm. and i think the artist wanted or lended itself to was like photos great and like we can just put the text somewhere on there yeah um and it's it's fun to see things like the brother moses album where it's like photo gets hidden in the design right um 
I think nowadays, like I'm kind of, I love the manipulation of my photos. Yeah. Like I love like cutting them out and like digital collage, not just, yeah. Yeah. That's Um, fun. And that kind of brings, uh, sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I was just going to say like, I'm working on one now where it's like, mostly like I cut out the photo and it's like lay, like it sits and like rest on a design. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like more design based than photo based. Yeah. And that's cool. Cause like you already have, like you, you can tell you already have like the kind of good eye and like chops for photography. And like, if you're getting it more and more advanced with like your manipulation and like either collage or like just like different layouts that even adds more value to like you as a freelancer, you know, showing people like, not only can we shoot this we're not going to use like stock or anything. Like we're going to also be able to like, make this shit look cool you know i really yeah. like when um album arts have you know like a cool shot like foreground and maybe something that they're standing on is still kind of cut out within it but then the background has like layers of like just stuff that's obviously not from that environment you know and it just creates yeah. like a cool like kind of psychedelic type vibe because that shit's fun like uh sometimes like i'm a fan of the straight up photo album art but at times like it can feel like not designed do you know like there wasn't a lot of intention or whatever definitely it's definitely i i I think i lingered towards that as well kind of like just at least some thought behind something you know so do you design like um when you work with uh i don't know if like i I think it obviously depends on the size of band and stuff but i assume like a lot of these bands go to like print and uh do you design like the interiors and stuff if you do like vinyl or like the backs and everything too i haven't gotten to like work in that realm yet mm-hmm. uh, i was interning at a management company and i got to like fix the layout of a vinyl and I'm, i never know if it got used so yeah like it wasn't necessarily my work i just got to like re like just make sure it would like look cool and I like fix the typography. Right. Um, but honestly that kind of all gets led to the main designer for like those the, things the and like band. my photos. Yeah, that makes sense. I always, I've never designed the interior, like I've designed countless like cover arts and stuff, but they're usually not like to the scale where they're going to be bringing me on to design like a gatefold and shit, you know, but I always like kind of romanticize that in a way. Like it seems like super cool to do like the, cause I have some, like, for example, I have this like Tom Mish, um, the blue, like a record that blue note produced and like you pull out the, in the thing and there's a whole book with like art for every single track. And it's like, that would be so cool to do, you know? Is that the, uh, his latest one? Yeah. The, what kind of music with Yusuf days? Yeah. That one goes, uh, one of the drummers, uh, his name's Garrett Tyler, was always trying to push that album to me. And I was like, yeah, dude, I'll listen, I'll listen. So good. <laughs> one, one day I finally sat down and I was like, I'm going to start it. from the." I never shuffle an album. I always start from the beginning, mm-hmm. go through for the first time. And uh, I was like, sheesh. Like, the, like, everyone in that in that album like is so good at what they do like tom mish has amazing guitar and vocals 
Yusuf Days just rips, and then they have um, Rocco Palladino on bass, and like that shit's insane. Even when we watch the music videos, like it's just like such a vibe, and they're just going so hard. And the videos are trippy too. The videos are like yeah, that one with that big kind of light, and they're like going around in a circle. That shit's awesome. I'd love to work on something like that too. You know, like uh, I don't know how I would describe it. I guess like for lack of a better word, like performance art in a way, like kind of choreograph something. It'd be cool to design like type and like animation that goes inside videos like that. That can like like I've seen cool examples where you know. A, a guy will be playing like it'll be like a studio session type visuals like that guy playing guitar and then like big ass like helvetica will be like intertwined with them and shit you know and like that'd yeah. be pretty awesome to work on but i mean i don't know like because i don't really do um a lot of photography and it's interesting because you obviously have this background in design what made you like kind of go more all in on the photography just it just kind of happened because you were shooting a lot that's like kind of I wanted to go to school for photography and it's just something I've always like self-taught myself yeah um and then the only way to like go to school for art was like to show my dad like find a degree so I chose graphic design because it was like the most business art degree I'd say yeah um I, I took some photography classes to like keep that it's like a thing I like because it's, it's something I love to do and it's like something I've feel like i'm naturally good at mm -hmm. and i'm i'm a very like i have a photographic memory and stuff and like i'm a very visual just like thinker yeah um so i think it's something i just like gravitate towards yeah that's cool i think most people like it's interesting to see at least when i went to school you everyone's kind of starts out pretty even in like these design programs and then you start to see people move their focus a lot more to something you know you'll get the people that are like oh shit after the intro class like i love like coding or like user interface or stuff like that or the people that are like like i have a friend who pretty much does like solely photography now even though he has a design degree like because that's just what they like more you know everyone kind of branches yeah. off yeah i kind of i kind of started off the programs too um bringing in a lot of photo like heavy photo work yeah letting the design sit in the background and teachers are definitely like yo this isn't a photo class like <laughs> yeah like the design also has to carry this work and i was like yeah sweet good to know like yeah but it, it'll help it's good to know though you know because like we were talking about with the album art you have a lot of photographers may not even have like those typography skills and things you know so it's good to have that to bring to clients and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, um, so like, I guess, uh, I'll get to this now, but when did you start doing all this like TikTok stuff? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Dude, it kind of, it started as a joke. I was trying to blow up for like stupid things. So like I would just post random funny videos I've had from my camera roll forever. Mm -hmm. This was kind of, I got off to her. I was just kind of like, I'm so bored. And that's like, at your house, I'm, right? Just those videos? Yeah. Yeah. I had like one class. I was so bored. And then I uh, I pushed off moving to a new place just because COVID hit. Mm -hmm. And 
I moved to a new house and the house is like pretty sick. Yeah. Um, and then it looks kind of old literally, school. I'd, yeah, it's pretty tight. Yeah. Like someone lived in it before and like picked it out. It's like my ride, but with this house <laughs> and, um, I just made a really cringy one to like see like if it would actually work. Yeah. And it was me like making coffee, dancing, like dancing to Laney music. Yeah. And it like, it, it worked. And I was like, the hell? Like, like makes no sense. I just literally, it's a really crappy video of me just uh -huh. lip singing and like dancing. And then, I was like, I'm gonna just ride this. I'm gonna see how far this goes. And I couldn't help like I grew the mullet before, like it was a thing. And like I've had like I'll show you my driver's license. Like this has been here forever. Yeah. Uh, I'd always wanted to do a mullet. There's a few artists that like have had it for a while, and I was like, I think I can do it. But then I yeah, I'm thinking like about it. Out. Once I want to cut my hair, I'm gonna just cut the sides first and see what happens. <laughs> I say go for it because why not? Hair grows back. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, I'm probably gonna buzz it here soon, which will be like the end of an era. But you gotta make a video of that. <laughs> you're you're pouring your coffee or whatever, and then the next frame, your your hair's just bald. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone, just straight bald. That would be brutal. I'd probably lose people. When you first kind of did that, um, so like, were you posting stuff on there before that one that blew up, or was that like your first try, pretty much? No, I was definitely, I posted like a bunch of stupid things just for fun. Uh, yeah. They aren't stupid, but it's like, like a video of, I like went to Whataburger at like 11 PM and like just someone came in like in front of my car and like started. Working. I saw that. And like, yeah, yeah it was just like random things that just happened to me that like, is uh, that aren't normal. I would like somehow just post and like a few would hit a few, like most of them never did. Mm -hmm. Um, I think because the coffee stuff, it was just like, oh, whoa, this kitchen's cool. And like, oh, this is a band that's like, at the time was like, be popular. And I yeah. still are. And it's like, um, it's like funky. Like, it's like good, um, like just a good music. vibe and baseline, you know? Yeah. And at the time, like it was a thing on TikTok and it still kind of is like vibes. Like, yeah, I think I think there's something to out just like a lot of videos i see that a lot of people love are just like people having a good time mm -hmm. and like it's almost like an escape to like oh yeah you know like this is like like i'm just gonna look at this and smile yeah and then like scroll <laughs> i feel like uh I, I've been like kind of looking into TikTok. I've had a few do well in like reels, but they're, they're also, they're definitely still more like, I don't know, like professional or whatever. Like I did like little time lapses or like tutorials and stuff like, uh, cause those do well in like the design world. But I definitely think that for the most part, the TikTok is like, it's more about having fun in a way. Like the dumbest shit goes crazy. And I haven't found a way to, I guess either be comfortable enough to do it or like separate myself and find like something to do that hasn't been done. Cause I, I just like, I don't know if I can handle doing like 10 embarrassing things and none of them hitting, you know? <laughs> I mean, that's the thing is that 
it doesn't hit after a little bit, you can just go and delete it and you say you can at least say you tried. I say go for it. Yeah. Uh, in the design world, there's a dude on there named uh, is at or username is Connor Tomatoes, and he's got a really cool and like sick design vibe to his whole mm. thing. And he just like like started like self project and it like one of them hit and he was everyone was like this place do this place and like i like once or twice a week he'll like post a high quality video of him like designing a random shirt for a random uh company in like a random city and it's like uh so like, like take a, a video of the place and then like go to like illustrator or whatever and then yeah it's a really yeah. cool concept and it's like i don't know if they like get used ever or it's just like practice right but, like he could easily like keep those designs and like if people wanted to buy them you know just like sell yeah them. like if that's like, their favorite spot or whatever yeah because i feel like with tiktok and those things i one thing i've noticed is what definitely doesn't work is trying to repurpose actual video and use it in those worlds like it has to be fast it has to be short and it has to be like probably have a human in it you know that's like what does yeah. best and uh I've, go ahead I've, I've definitely seen like fans try to like repurpose old footage on there and yeah. it's like this is old like people know it's old and tiktok yeah. knows it's old and like, or it's they 16 by it. 9 and it's like <laughs> doesn't make any sense <laughs> it's like yo just reformat it it takes two seconds yeah like, like crop it at least or something yeah know? I, what I've been trying to do is if I have something that I want to try to figure out, I could use it in a way is I will just record the screen, you know, like fuck it and do it that way. Cause even that does better than trying to put a 16 by nine into the, like, um, into that format. Uh, what was I going to ask you? Oh, I had an idea that I thought would be kind of cool that you kind of reminded me of with the, um, going to the place and designing the shirt thing is I wanted to make a YouTube video where we go to a food spot and that has like bad design and we eat the food and kind of review the food. And then we go back to the office and design like a, or I say we just me and my guy recording, but, and then we design yeah. like a new brand for them and then go back with like a little like proposal and then eat the food again or something. And like, I feel like it'd be yeah. cool. Cause um, that will bring in more of a, I guess someone that doesn't care specifically about design may enjoy that too, you know, because it's kind of more of like a journey or a vlog or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that's that would be. I mean, that's even that reminds me of sort of like Aaron Draplin. He uh, mm -hmm. like his favorite like hot dog truck like needed a new logo. And yeah, just like did. Yeah, and like gave it to him. Yeah, yeah. dude, he rules. Like uh, when I had him on the podcast, that shit was nuts. Like. Uh, I just like let him talk the whole time, you know, because he's like one of my design heroes. And like, I just hit him up on email and he's like, sure. And then we get on Discord and he's all like, what the fuck is this Discord shit? He's like, you guys are a bunch of gamers, huh? And I was like, yes. <laughs> like, and I just let him talk. But like, I would have, I mean, I, I felt so grateful because I would have, um, I would have done that without any recording or any podcast. Like, I would have loved to just have an hour zoom call with draplin you know and it's yeah. like uh it's cool to see like one thing i noticed about the design community and like creative community um since doing this is some of these people that you i like idolize or like look up to a lot compared to other fields they're so approachable you know it 
it's not it's not as much as a sense of celebrity. Yeah, someone can have five hundred thousand followers, but you they have these people. I hit them up, and they're like famous or known, and they're just like, sure, I've never done a podcast in my life. Obviously, Draplin, but even these other younger people, and I'm like, really? Like, no one's ever wanted to talk to you about this shit. That's surprising. Yeah, honestly, this is the first one I've done, and like. I'm, I was stoked. So I was like, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll join on. Yeah. How I found out about you actually is, um, I actually didn't find the TikTok shit first, believe it or not. Thank but, goodness. Um, <laughs> I did a, uh, one of those Instagram things saying, who can I bring on that is not specifically designed because I, uh, I want this to be a little more broad in terms of like different creatives but i've been pigeonholing myself slightly because i i have access to designers because i'm in design you know it's a lot easier to hit up known designers when you're a designer rather than hitting up a known videographer when i don't know anything about that you know so i asked who's someone and then this kid zach uh he just said jacob ruth so i was like all right let's check this out and then went from there shout out shout out zach yeah shout out zach for the for the plug but Oh, one thing I wanted to ask you about the TikTok is uh, what kind of coffee do you like to use? What are you rocking with in those pour overs? Yeah. Uh, so in uh, COVID, like three months into it, I was like, okay, touring is for sure not coming back for mm-hmm. a minute. I picked up a job at Onyx Coffee. And, okay. uh, is that local kind of place? It's local to Fayetteville, but it's like pretty, it's like world renowned. And it's okay. Like, I'm not like a coffee snob, but like they do have some pretty bomb coffee. Yeah. And, uh, like I, I am it. I am. I don't want to admit it, but I am sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely know like coffee's good or bad, but I mm-hmm. still drink it. Right. I feel that way. But like, uh, but I'm not like, oh, dude, if it's not this, I'm not going to drink it. Yeah. Like, Is that not single origin, bro? Me, like, like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> that's not my vibe but like yeah. my like my granny can whip up a thing of folders and a mr coffee pot and i'm drinking that i'm drinking that and i'm chugging it mm-hmm. um but no i'm i'm i was using like onyx and then some companies reached out and like yo like you want to like use this i'll give it to you for free that's like, dope shoot like heck yeah uh, like a company called new wave like sent me some and it's like honestly pretty dope and i'm like this is sweet to like try out new things and that's just kind of like they just tell you to make a video with it, basically. Little plug. Yeah, they just, yeah, they trust me. Like, they're like, just have a show or something or say you're yeah. using it. And I'm like, that's a really they cool, last. like, sponsor that you wouldn't otherwise get as just a photographer, you know? It's actually so strange. I've had more music connections because of TikTok and my actual photo style. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Um, has the TikTok kind of like um, came into play in your work in terms of bringing you clients and stuff? Definitely somehow bumped me up on Instagram, like uh, 5,000 followers. And yeah. like, if, I, if I was more dedicated to it nowadays, I kind of, I've got pretty hectic this past month and I like haven't made one. Um, it could probably, it's, it makes so much sense if you're like in a, like a niche mm-hmm. or a niche just there's a snowball effect of just like things happening because yeah i've had like this artist i listen to all the time he like his manager reached out like hey trying to get this tiktok trend to like 
with this song like do you want to help out i'm like yeah yeah and i'm like hey also i do this so if touring ever comes back like hit me up and he was like i'll definitely keep you in mind and that's dope i've had like label yeah i've had like this is pretty nuts uh i i went to college and at my in the university of memphis for one semester and i became friends with the band camino and uh they're like on electra now and that's like yeah. so sick i'm like so stoked yeah. for them. the electra logo is like, badass too i love that shit yeah it's pretty sick and i got a dm one day from electra and i was like what the hell nice and they were like yo this song hasn't come out yet and we like want you to use it in a tiktok uh-huh. i was like like why like yeah it's just like it's getting me seen just by actual things like i i was talking about this today with my girlfriend like the lead singer of sugar ray saw <laughs> the like commented and saw the tiktok i made using a sugar ray song and i'm just yeah. like that's so funny yeah that's so weird like uh that's like just one of those things that you never know what other things will kind of transition into actual like i don't know roi or whatever you want to call it you know because like you're not making yeah. those thinking like dude I, I know i'm gonna get clients after this you know but it's working definitely, out so that's definitely. cool yeah and it's weird because i like it, it that it's just a funky funky thing to think about how it's like it's either it's like how instagram to some people is just a thing to see friends and like it's work for other people so yeah try to keep that balance of it i try to keep that balance of it just being fun and if something comes something comes and it's awesome that's why i have a hard time sometimes uh buying into the people that are like man like i don't even care like i just deleted social media or whatever and i'm just like yeah because you work at like amazon you know like you, you don't have to use it to like get more money and get like i wish i could just not be on here but I needed to meet people and to talk to people and to work on things. And it's pretty much like, you know, like a lot of people would be fucked if they just deleted Facebook one day and like Instagram went out and Facebook went out and I don't know, Twitter or whatever. Like you'd have to go old fashioned way and everyone would need to know your website. Yeah. Because a lot of designers. Go ahead. I was going to say, I feel like if those two go out, like the Internet's just done. So, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is true. It's kind of like when people are, um, it, uh, like a weird analogy, but people say like, oh, why would you invest in like the stock like market? Like if it goes all the way down and it's like if something like the main stock, like the S&P 500 went all the way down, like the world's probably fucked also, you know, so you wouldn't even be worrying about that. You'd be like, yeah. it's like a, an apocalypse if every five Fortune 500 company just plummeted to zero. So it's like kind of got to risk it sometimes but yeah like with instagram i'm sure you like with you said you have a lot of your old stuff on your portfolio i'm the same way like instagram you update obviously a lot more than your work you know so you want to make sure i like to share fun but you also want to make sure you're representing yourself in the way of like this is what i do too you know yeah so it's cool that you have tiktok though to like i don't know i guess be more like of your personal shit and just kind of fuck around do whatever you want I don't, I don't even say it's personal I, at this point it's just like i'm gonna make this this video for fun and mm-hmm. if it hits or people laugh or have a good time it does 
Do you have another formula, like in a way that you do those coffee ones that has also been good for you, like other types of things on there? Uh, definitely because I got, I got like not pegged, but like music, like just like suggesting music is like another. Yeah, like there's like sides of TikTok, so like people saying like like your opinion oh, on a this. song, right? Yeah, so yeah. those kind of those kind of do well too. Um, I think that's why people send me music to put on there because it's like, yeah, like you have like a following that like wants to hear and do stuff. So yeah, you gotta watch out though, so you don't become the next Fantano and just have to review music every day and hate on everything. <laughs> Oh man, I hope I don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool though. Like, um, I mean, it, it's I'm glad that I, to hear that it's actually done the stuff to help you and everything. Um, kind of, I had some questions right now about that, but we kind of went off on that and talked about it a bit. Next thing I wanted to ask you is, um, who are some of like your biggest inspirations for photography? Yeah, uh, I have I have three like main ones for sure mm-hmm. there's a photographer out in california i think he's still there he might have that's right i thought he was uh his name's jimmy marble mm-hmm. uh, him and his wife jimmy and jesse marble uh main biggest probably biggest inspiration for this in some like color style fun yeah it's like really easy to digest but it's like professional like professional shoots nice um, the next one is uh, Stephen Shore, and he's like a old school, like basically like capture the mundane really well. Mm. Uh, he has a lot of just so many. I don't even know how to describe it other than like he's he kind of like did this project once where he just like at a diner and like photographed like hard flash like, like diners in like the seventies, and it's just yeah. like messy kind of gritty and like all the stains and shit yeah and it's like honestly like super minimal and clean too like yeah i check it out after just type, type in like steven shore photography and it's like definitely see inspiration yeah that i'll throw, I I'll throw up some examples as you talk about it and we'll we'll see that it's dope um and the last the last is actually really cool he's actually like a friend of mine and like my friend's dad mm-hmm. uh he's based out of uh fayetteville uh, in just northwest Arkansas, his name uh, his name's Mark Jackson, but his website's going to be a uh, Chroma. I can like link it to you if you want to yeah. show it. But he's he's got just also I don't even know how to describe it too. Uh, his photography kind of falls in the line of Stephen Shore, but like also like his own style. Like he has his own wave. He creates these pieces of like he like definitely is like a true artist where like yeah he's truly like printing these photos like manipulating them in like real like in physically like they're like these huge analog like uh collage and like print techniques and stuff basically yeah yeah and it's it's so inspiring and it's just cool because like i can even send you photos i just took at his studio he had like a gallery opening oh yeah yeah definitely and um it's just really it's really awesome i get to call him like a friend and i get to like we get to like draw inspiration from each other that's dope yeah it's cool to have someone like um that you're kind of would know anyway you know and are connected to that way even though it's like a professional inspiration also 
some of that uh analog like manipulations crazy like i remember working on this project and uh the guy would um do where like he would scan the thing in and then just like pull it out and it would make like the crazy like streaks and like fucking like the liquefied tool basically but in real life you know <laughs> or in like analog. yeah no exactly yeah i mean graphic design back in the day was so much harder I, my professor was older and he told me uh he was like, yeah, in the 70s, all you needed to be a designer was a, a printer, an exacto knife, and like a steady hand or some shit. And like they'd just be cutting be out type and like doing letterpress. And like, I was like, damn, like you guys went hard. Now we have like any little kid can design shit on their phone if they want. That's think- for real. The steady hand thing, I'd be out. I'd be out. Yeah, I know. I drink like too much coffee and shit. I'm always shaking and like moving my legs. Uh, I've been building like those, like these gunpla models. They're like up there. Uh, when I'm like, cause I noticed, um, every kind of hobby I had was on like a screen and it got kind of draining. So I do that and that shit's taught me a little bit to get the hand steadier. Cause you got to cut out like these little pieces and like, uh, apply little decals and shit. But other than that, like I've always sucked at cutting shit out like that. It takes a while to get better at it for sure. Um, what was I going to, you were talking about on TikTok that people will send you stuff, uh, basically to make a video about like a song, right. To review it or like an album. What are some of your like top three albums right now that we can link in the description for some people to check out? Yeah. Uh, the main, the main one I've been listening to this year is a album by an artist called Healy. It's a, the album's called Tungsten and it's just it's like my type of vibe it's super it's like hip-hop and like kind of like this new wave of Mm -hmm. music kind of combined and i love it yeah Uh, and then let's see i always there's so many people i like want to like say um say as many as there's a song yeah my my favorite song i kind of consistently go back to um my brother moses uh, is called how many years and that one is to me like an example of just like in me like a perfect song like the end is just an absolute rage fest and the lyrics to me just carry a lot of value and yeah that's cool um and then I'm, it hasn't come out yet but like the singles that briston maroney has put out uh he's an artist right now out of nashville uh, and kind of a homie yeah i've never heard um, him. He has a song called Freaking Out on the Interstate, which a lot of people have heard, but he just put out a song called Sinking and like his debut album, I think is going to come out in like two weeks. Dope. What kind of um, like music is it? Definitely. Like I kind of lean in like either hip hop or like rock. Yeah. So he, he's rock and roll. I'd say. Cause like, you also kind of have like some like country vibes. So I wasn't sure what you liked cause you're like a. You're like a mix between like a cowboy and like a kid that would work at a coffee shop, like you're saying. Uh, a little bit, a little bit. I typically a lot of people I don't think would notice, like, like see this, but like I'm mostly listening to rap. Yeah, uh, that's just it's what I grew up on. It's what I love. I love a tribe called Quest. I love D'Angelo. I love oh yeah, that like nineties like, like kind of shit. Yeah. Then I, I, then I love like 21 Savage and like just yeah. 
just hard i don't know like three six mafia trap shit i'm yeah you wouldn't expect that walking around with your like white fucking hat with the little thingy and all that you know just you have like a you're listening to that with like chief keith and your airpods with the cowboy hat on definitely that's like have you ever seen in the over here in la we have those like compton cowboys have you ever heard of that yeah yes that shit's pretty badass like those dudes just roll around like on those horses it's pretty wild i haven't really seen them like in person but um i've seen them online and whatnot just like checking people and shit and riding around with their (laughs) with their crew yeah um, i would go ahead I, i would love to be a part of that or just see that yeah yeah it's pretty um interesting i feel like now that the internet is a thing so many cultures like you're obviously from more like the south but you like all this other stuff so there's a lot so many more like ambiguous blends of like styles and music and also like fashion and just like the way people carry themselves like without the internet you know you may have just been only listening to country you know you never know like if you if you uh didn't and like i guess you could have had vinyl and whatnot back in the day but it's probably like it's a lot easier to expose yourself to different cultures and stuff online so i'm the same way my parents all they listened to was like like my mom specifically just you know kind of shitty like old rock and roll that like some of it i like but some of it's corny you know like she'd listen to like hair metal and whatnot and i would have never discovered like someone like tribe or you know like de la soul or any of that cool like shit if i didn't have the internet you know i don't think i would have ran into it but anyway like it was super cool talking to you man and i appreciate it and i hope you guys enjoyed this conversation and if you want to hear a little bit more go check out the patreon we're going to be doing a little five ten minute q a with jake and um make sure to like comment subscribe hope you guys had a good time and we'll see you guys next time peace out man